Welcome to FNG Med's Winning MBA Admission Tips podcast. I'm Atul Jos. Today we look at who should write the MBA recommendation letter. Most schools reiterate the adage that if it is between the CEO who has barely worked with you or knows you and the senior manager who has seen your progress from a newbie to a seasoned professional, choose the latter. The Truth is not black and white. The first scenario that you need to consider is whether your organization is flat. Recently, I worked with a client from a multi-billion dollar company where his current position was just three steps away from the chairman of the company. That means that the probability that the legendary founder knows the client's name and worked with him on at least a couple of initiatives is high. On probing further, it turned out to be true. The chairman founder was obsessed with a pet project to change how we consume digital content. The applicant was interested with developing a feasibility plan for the project. The results were not pleasing. The market hadn't caught on to the futuristic way of consumption yet. The technology and privacy constraints made it even tougher to bring such sweeping changes to our world. Conveying this message was tough, but he did it with a uniquely creative narrative with cartoon strips, probabilistic graphical models, and a conclusion without mincing words. The applicant was worried that such forthrightness would cost him his job. The contrary happened. The chairman framed the cartoon strip in his office and wrote a glowing appreciation letter for the MBA applicant. Obviously, he got admit letter from two MSN schools. Now, let us be realistic. You are unlikely to micromanage the chairman or founder of a multi-billion dollar company on the phrasing of the project or coordinate with the minute details. Luckily, in most organizations, there is a dedicated PR person who writes in the voice of the executive. The chairman takes a few minutes to review the final letter and you have a genuine recommendation letter from a recognizable name with metrics to support the contribution at a level that not many MBA applicants could get. So don't blindly follow any advice. If you're working in a flat organization or a startup, receiving a recommendation letter from the founder, chairman or CEO is far better than a senior colleague or a manager. Having reiterated the importance of recommendation letter from a top-level executive, I must warn that without the recommendation letter from a senior manager or a manager who has worked with you closely, the admissions team would be truly in the dark on the many contexts that you have captured in the essay. Before you approach a recommender, you must recognize whether the person is a well-wisher or you just had a professional dynamic through a project, or is the person a mentor to you? There will be several overlaps in the three roles. Few MBA applicants are lucky to have a manager who is a mentor, well-wisher, and maintains an excellent professional relationship with them. In our experience, this rarely happens. A manager might have worked on just one project with you that defined your professional accomplishment, but he might not have a great dynamic with you, or the Manager might show great enthusiasm in watching you grow, but when an MBA plan is revealed, colors change. On many occasions, the mentor might be a business school alumnus, but she might not have worked directly with you. Since many M7 schools discourage from sending a third recommendation letter, applicants are in a constant dilemma on the right step to take. If you are caught between choosing a manager who oversaw your brilliant performance in one project or average performance in two projects, choose the latter. The more time a manager spends with another person, the more she is qualified to evaluate the varying temperament, response to failure, 
and the secret sauce that makes the applicant tick. Fearing that the uniqueness of her candidacy would be missed, one of my clients hesitantly approached the manager who has worked with her on three projects. The performance in these projects was above average, partly from the steep learning curve and partly from the complexity of the project. When the recommendation letter arrived, we were able to capture an aspect of her personality that even she couldn't reflect on. So don't be afraid to approach a supervisor who has an above average opinion about you. That would be sufficient as long as the person can bring some unique traits in the letter with examples to support it. Also, don't hesitate to ask more than two recommenders. Don't send the official link yet, but since most top schools have adopted the common recommendation letter template, send them the questions from the template. Based on the comprehensiveness of the narrative and the openness to editing the letter based on feedback from consultants like me, many might not be open to the idea of editing the letters. Some are particular about keeping certain phrases even if they are not that great. They turn into one-day writers who can't let go of the words and forget that the exercise is to help the applicant stand out. You can't change their outlook with pep talks. Choose another recommender who is open to receiving suggestions. But you don't have to choose another recommender if the person is a C-suit or an MBA alumnus. They more or less know how to position you appropriately. You just have to summarize your contributions. If you're overwhelmed with the process, can always subscribe to FNGMAT's recommendation letter editing service at store.fngmat.com slash recommendation hyphen letter. One scenario that you might face is a supervisor who enthusiastically supports the MBA plan, but their intentions are not that great. For example, just a day before the upload, I insisted that I do a final review of the recommendation letter so that we don't miss important milestones. Interestingly, the tone of the constructive feedback and the response question was devastatingly negative, as if the recommender was holding some grudge. I had to smooth out the aggression. It took several calls to persuade the manager to use this version. Since many of your job evaluation and career progression depends on managers like that, you have a great punching bag in us, consultants and reviewers. Start the conversation diplomatically like my consultant recommended that. Or you can initiate a process by which a consultant like me can work directly with the supervisor. This way, the integrity of the process is maintained. Even if it is a recommender who is not keen on writing the letter or a father-like figure who wants to see you succeed, meet them in person. Email and phone calls are alright if you have relocator or the manager is traveling. Managing the recommendation letter process early would give you plenty of time to schedule a meeting. You can't convey the seriousness of your plan and how much an MBA matters to you with one line post MBA goal. Create a narrative, share how important the recommendation letter is for your future. When someone puts you in charge of their future, you will rise to the occasion. One final thought before you approach the recommender do the extra work. Nothing builds the right atmosphere to share your MBA plan than putting in extra hours. Your goal in at least a couple of months before asking for the recommendation letter is to make the life of your managers easy. That means sacrificing a few weekends and taking on projects that are the highest priority for the manager. When you ask for the recommendation letter, the extra commitment would seem obvious. However, as humans, we are instinctively good at reciprocating a good deed even if it's a small gesture of kindness, love or appreciation. I hope you got value from my tips on who should write your recommendation letter. I'm Atul Jose. If you need help with editing or managing the recommenders, 
Subscribe to FNGMAT's recommendation letter editing at store.fngmat.com slash recommendation hyphen letter.